All right, so let's get to it. Um, Bernie Sanders dropped out. Um, I don't, let me say this. I don't know why it took so long for him to do this. Because I was watching the announcement on yesterday and I was just, I was just kind of sitting in bed doing some work and, uh, looking at what he was talking about. And the first question that came to my mind was like, okay, why now? Like, why, why, why today? Because the way I saw it, his path to the presidency was long gone. I mean, it was just, it was, as as time passed, it was, as every day passed, it was just less and less likely that he was going to get it. Uh, I want to, if you didn't catch his statement, I, it's really interesting, and that's kind of what I want to focus on for this segment um let me let me let me just get into it this is from cnn um bernie sanders drops out of the 2020 race clearing joe biden's path to the democratic nomination senator bernie sanders ended his presidential campaign on wednesday clearing joe biden's path to, to the democratic nomination and his showdown with president donald trump in november Sanders first made the announcement in a call with his staff, his campaign said. I wish I could give you better news, but I think you know the truth, and that is that we are now some 300 delegates behind Vice President Biden, and the path toward victory is virtually impossible, Sanders said in a live stream after the call. So while we are winning the ideological battle, and while we are winning the support of so many young people and working people throughout the country, I have concluded that this battle for the Democratic nomination will not be successful. And so today I am announcing the suspension of my campaign. I'm just going to hold right there and just kind of just stay on that point. I want I want to read, I want to read to you what he said again, and I want you to listen carefully, and I want you to listen for mistakes that he made. Or just, just one mistake. Just look, just listen for one mistake that he said. I wish I could give you better news, but I think you know the truth. And that is that we are now some 300 delegates behind Vice President Biden. And the path toward victory is virtually impossible. So while we are winning the ideological battle, and while we are winning the support of so many young people and working people throughout the country, I have concluded that this battle for the Democratic nomination will not be successful. And so today I am announcing the suspension of my campaign. What, if anything, sounded incorrect to you? Um, what is incorrect is where he says, so while we are winning the ideological battle, and while we're winning the support of so many young people and working people throughout the country, I've concluded that this battle for the Democratic nomination will not be successful. Senator Sanders, you are not winning the the battle of ideologies. Let's just think. Let's just think about this. Here, here's here's what they focus this election on. Okay, 
Here's what they focused this election on. All the Democratic Party was saying, vote blue no matter who. Just go with it. You know, whoever whoever gets the nomination, just get behind them. They were all pushing to just say, okay, it doesn't matter who is the leader. Just put all your support behind them so we can get this crazy orange man out of the White House. So they, so pretty much what, what's happened is Democrats have now agreed that they believe the best person to beat the incumbent president during a global pandemic is a former vice president who can't put words together to make coherent sentences. Their best option is a, you know, is, is a man who has, who very likely has dementia and it's really bad and he just doesn't really know what's going on around him. That's the guy that Democrats have picked. They all, pe- pe- Democrats pretty much said, okay, you know what? You're the best person that can beat Donald Trump. Which I find to be terribly sad. I mean, I find that to be terribly sad. Joe Biden, in my opinion, is the dumbest candidate. And I'm, I'm not trying to be funny. I'm not trying to be funny. He is the dumbest candidate that this group of Democrats had. I mean, he was just mentally, he he is the least capable, in my opinion, of doing the job just because he mentally can't handle it. He just mentally can't do it. And every single candidate lost to that person. But my concern with Bernie Sanders is he thinks he's winning the, he thinks he's winning the battle of ideologies. If that were true... Mr. Sanders, you would not have dropped out. You would be leading. Remember, and here, here's what I want to say, and I want to especially say this to millennials and Gen Zers. You know, a big part of our upbringing has been technology. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, social media. You know, things like that. Memes. All of those things, that's a big part of our upbringing, and that's a big part of our foundation. But remember, there is a difference in the world of social media, and that that world is separate from the real world that I'm speaking to you in right now. There's real life. Then there's social media life. Senator Sanders, just because you see tweets in, of, of, of people supporting you and saying why socialism works. Listen, the truth is young people don't vote. That, that's, for, that's just the general rule. I believe that's because we've just kind of lost faith in the system and we think, oh, it's all, it's all garbage anyway. So what, I mean, what difference does it make? I think that's why we don't vote. But listen, just because you have support, just because you have support 
on social media and there's hashtags. Feel the burn, you know, Sanders 2020, you know, socialism all the way, things like that. That's not the real world, Bernie. If you were indeed winning the ideological battle, you would not have dropped out. You would be in front. You know, my last episode, I talked about putting your money where your mouth is. Another way you can put that in terms of voting is put your vote, where, you know, where your mouth is. Because a lot of people, talk is cheap. People talk all the time. People tweet all the time. People post all the time. But what are you actually going to do about it? Bernie, you're you're not really... You didn't really have the support that on social media it appeared that you did. I mean, it, here's the thing. If we just went based off social media, Bernie would be, Bernie would be making sense. But here's the thing. We don't vote through social media. Social media is just a place where people express their ideas and they get laughs and post videos of themselves and photos of themselves. And that, that's really all social media is. It's a place of expression. But it's not voting. Senator Sanders, you you lost the ideological argument. Now let me say this. Here's here's a here's a thing. I thought l- l- let me just say this. And I, I say this take take this with some with some grains of salt here. When I saw what was going on with Joe Biden mentally and just him in public appearances, not knowing which state he was in, forgetting Barack Obama's name, um, make, you know, saying events that didn't happen, um, you know, just, just situations that really just made him look bad. I was like, you know what? I was like, the best person that could probably go against Trump right now may be Bernie Sanders. Because here's the thing. And here's what I think is really going to hurt Joe Biden. Well, let me say this. There's a lot of things hurting Joe Biden. One, Donald Trump is the incumbent. There's a pandemic going on. The economy is down right now, okay? There's a lot of uncertainty. And when there's a lot of uncertainty, people go for the status quo. You don't want to change administration during a time of disaster because that's a lot of change and a lot of things shifting and people, people don't like change. People, they want to be in control. They want to say, okay, this is, this I can trust in this. I know this. I understand this. I can prepare for. You can't prepare for Joe Biden. Joe Biden can't prepare for Joe Biden because Joe Biden doesn't know what's happening. So there's a lot going against Joe Biden, but also Trump is some Trump is seen as anti-establishment. That's another thing Bernie had for him. Bernie had this view of, you know what? It's all garbage. It's all crap. Let me, you know, change everything. We're going to turn everything on its head. He was seen as anti-establishment. 
And so that's what I'm saying. So some of Bernie's supporters are just flat out anti-establishment. That's why they like Bernie. So Bernie's voters, Bernie's supporters are either, again, they're either going to vote for Donald Trump or they're not going to vote at all. It's that simple. They're not, they're not going to put their support behind Joe Biden. Again, let me explain this. If you are just a logical voter, if you're just a logical person, you are either voting for Donald Trump or you're not voting. It's that no logical person would vote for Joe Biden. Joe Biden, people talked about how how Trump is a loose cannon. Joe Biden has, well, see, here it's different. Donald Trump is just a loose cannon because you didn't really know where he was going to go. But Trump knew exactly where he was going. Trump doesn't have dementia. Trump is pretty predictable. Joe Biden is not predictable. He doesn't know where he's going. No one knows where Joe Biden is going. Joe, it's like Joe Biden, you can see Joe Biden in public and you can see him and it's like he has an idea and he's headed on this path and the path suddenly turns into a hard left turn and his, you can see it in his eyes where it's just like, wait, what just happened? Where he just, he loses focus and he loses his train of thought. He loses the point he was trying to make. And that really hurts him. So if you're a voter, you're just looking at Joe Biden and you're like, dude, not to be mean or anything, but you're not fully there. We don't know what to expect from you. You may say something that you shouldn't say and you could, you could start a war with what you say. You may, you may tell, you know, the army, okay, go bomb. Yeah, uh, 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 Iran. Go bomb the Saudis. Uh, excuse me, Mr. Excuse me, Mr. President. Joe Biden is just, I mean, Joe, I mean, Joe Biden is way more dangerous than Trump mentally because Joe Biden is, he's actually loose. Joe Biden is actually demented. You know, there are, you know what's amazing? There are a lot of people who were looking at Trump and saying, oh my God, his mental state is horrible. He's really sick. You don't hear that about Joe Biden. They're trying to make these excuses for Joe Biden. And it's like, oh, you know, he's just sleepy. He's tired. You know, that's always been Joe. He's not the brightest guy. He's, uh, he's slow. You don't hear any doctors because I mean, I'm, I remember even in the primaries, people were talking about Trump's mental mental state. No one's talking about that with Joe. They try they try to cover it up. I mean, Joe Biden is an empty suit. I mean, if you were to ask any doctor, and it's it's like this: you don't want to diagnose from afar. And I again, I'm no doctor, but. I can, 
it's very clear to see that Joe Biden isn't there all the way. He's not. Like, clearly, clearly something is off. That it's not, that's not being stupid, that's not being dumb. Some, something is actually wrong with Joe Biden. He has dementia. I mean, he was, in my opinion, Joe Biden was the worst possible pick for the Democrats. After all those debates, after all of those, you know, campaigns and those stops and those commercials, everyone lost to that guy, the guy who can't put two sentences together. It's really, it's really sad and I feel really bad for Joe Biden. But again, this is about Bernie Sanders. Bernie, you're not winning the you're not winning the battle of ideologies. I mean, it's very very simple. If you were you would have the delegates. You wouldn't you wouldn't be out of the race. It would be reversed. I mean, I I just let me let me give you some numbers really quick. Joe Biden, um, and this is from RealClearPolitics.com. Uh, Joe Biden had uh, twelve hundred um, and seventeen delegates to Sanders nine hundred and fourteen. Listen, it was over for Bernie a while ago. He, I mean, he had, he had no chance after like, um, not after Super Tuesday, the week after Super Tuesday was when it was pretty much over for him. And you know, what's amazing to me is I look back and I think back to that episode I had where I, where I made the analogy of the guy who really likes this girl. And I compared Joe Biden to that guy, the guy who keeps on getting rejected. Joe Biden has run for president multiple times. And he finally has the nomination. And it's in really sad conditions. I mean, think, think, Think about, think of all the people who went against Joe Biden. Think of all these other people. And it's like you actually, like Democrats, Democrats look really stupid right now. They look really dumb. Your champion, your champion. And again, I'm not making, I'm not making fun of Joe Biden, but the champion of Democrats, their leader right now, is a guy who struggles to put words together to sound coherent. That's their number one guy. And I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. You have to actually be kidding me. It shouldn't be this bad. I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, I don't, I don't know how debates are going to work. I, I've probably made the decision to, I think I made the decision to not watch the debates. 
because I really hate awkward moments on TV. And watching Joe Biden try to come up with a comeback against Donald Trump is just going to be really ugly. It's going to be really bad. Really, really bad. It's going to be so embarrassing. It's going to be so cringeworthy, man. We're just going to be like, oh God, please make it stop. Just make, just make it stop. And I mean, Trump is going to have to, it's like this. People are going to have to look at Trump and just be like, okay, Trump, try to, try to pull your punches a little bit. Because if it does, it's going to, he's going to look like a bully. Because that's how, that's how ill-equipped Joe Biden will be. It's sad. It, it really is sad. It, this isn't, it's not funny at all. This is, it's just really unfortunate that Democrats are in this position. They are in a position. I mean, how, how many, dele- how many candidates did they start with in the beginning? Like, I want to say like 20. I don't, I don't know. I may not have the number right, but it's amazing. Joe Biden is going against Donald Trump. Donald Trump is going to stomp Joe Biden in the election. And I, I want to say this, and I, I'm not saying this out of fear or, you know, or anything like that, but here's the thing. There are people who genuinely hate Donald Trump. There are, and it's, it's, it's really, it's really sad. Cause let me tell you something. Hate. Don't hate. It, it really just hurts you. It just, it just eats. It just eats inside of you. It's, it's really that simple. But there are people who hate Donald Trump. And I look at it and I'm like, okay, could, could it be possible that there are people who would hate Donald Trump so much, like their hatred would just blind, would just blind them and they would not think logically and just go based off their hate for Donald Trump and vote for Joe Biden. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't alive when Reagan was president, but when Reagan started to lose it, People were kind of like, mm this isn't good. But now this is the guy, but now Joe Biden is visibly worse than Reagan. It's worse. And I'm praying that there are people who aren't so full of hate that they would choose Joe Biden over Trump just because they hate Trump so much. I'm hoping that that's that that's not the case. So that that is that that's what I wanted to talk about with that segment. Um but seriously, I mean burnt I mean Senator Sanders of all times to drop out of the race, why now? I mean, you've known it was over for a long time. This is nothing new to you. I don't know. I don't know. But I I just, I find it kind of interesting. So that is that. Um, I want to get into 
this story on the Daily Beast. Um, University of Wisconsin doctor and her husband killed in brutal execution by daughter's boyfriend, says the prosecutor. Dr. Beth Potter, a University of Wisconsin physician and associate professor, was so worried about the coronavirus surging across the United States last month, she decided to move her daughter and her boyfriend into a rental house to properly quarantine. Several days later, prosecutors believe the 18-year-old boyfriend, Kari Sanford, uh, fatally shot Potter and her husband execution style before leaving them for dead in a ditch, and a botched robbery committed after he found out the couple were wealthy, uh, according to a criminal complaint obtained by the Daily Beast. Sanford and his alleged 18-year-old accomplice, Elijah uh, LaRue, I think that's how you pronounce it, were charged last week with several crimes, including first-degree intentional homicide for the March 31st deaths of the 52-year-old doctor and her husband, Robin uh, Carey, 57. Authorities allege Sanford shot the pair in the back of the head after an apparent robbery attempt. This was a brutal execution, uh, Dane County Assistant District Attorney William Brown said in a Tuesday bail hearing. According to the criminal complaint, Potter told a friend on March 30th that she'd move her daughter, Miriam Potter Carey and her boyfriend, out of their house and into an Airbnb after the pair refused to follow social distancing rules due to the concerns of the coronavirus. Uh, Potter, an associate professor of at the UW's Department of Family Medicine and Community Health, had an underlying health condition and was on medication that put her at greater risk of contracting the virus. She needed to be diligent about social distancing, her supervisor at the UW hospital and clinics told authorities. According to the complaint, the supervisor said that Potter felt her boy, her daughter's boyfriend was not respectful to her and had previously expressed to her bad feelings about Carrie Sanford. In an interview with police, Potter Carrie said that Sanford had been staying at her parents' home for two weeks before they moved out because they didn't want to self-quarantine. Potter allegedly told her friend that her daughter lashed out as she was moving out, stating, you don't care about me, you don't, and you don't talk to me. Um, you know, this is, this is really just a sad story. There, there's more, um, but I, I think I've, I read more than I wanted to. Um, listen. This is, I'm not, I'm not trying to make a joke about this, and I know I recently did an episode about this, um, but listen, when you are trying to date someone, and we, when you look for a person that you are attracted to, you really need to ask yourself questions, um, about the person. You need to ask them questions. You need to figure out who they really are. Seriously, I mean, when I when I did the first episode, um, kind of about this topic, not this story because this is this is a a new story, but I think I think it's titled like, um, before we date, I need to know if you're a crazy person. After I did that episode, you know, I got some I got some emails that said, you know, it was it was pretty funny. And there were some who were serious, and they were like, you know what, you're spot on. And they said, I was talking to this, uh, one of my listeners, 
And he said, you know, um, I remember I there was this girl who he really liked. And he said that he was just, you know, wrapped around her finger for like two years and just would have given anything to be with her. And then he said, you know, finally she gave him a chance. And he said that, now this is just, this is just according to him, but he said that she was just unbelievably clingy and very jealous and very, um, she needed a lot of, uh, reassurance. I mean, all the time, according to him. And he said, I just couldn't do it. And he was like, and he was like, there were times where she would be talking to me and he was like, oh my God, I, this girl is actually crazy. But you need, you need to know who it is that you're with. It's not just about, you know, you know, looks and it's not just about, you know, how this person makes you feel that it, you know, those are important aspects. But you need to really check check these people out. You need to figure out what their background is. What do they believe? What do they think? Um, how do they lean politically? Um, if they were in a certain situation, what would they do? You need to you need to talk about these things. This um I mean this is this is really sad. This guy her her boyfriend killed her parents because he found out that the parents were rich and this is really sad um i i just i it hurt me when i saw the story um it's just it's just really it, it it's 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 really sad. I mean, this was this was totally calculated. It's it's really sad. It's really sad. I mean, I mean, the words of this girl was uh uh she loved her boyfriend and she was extremely loyal to him. Uh, it's just, it's really sad. It's really unfortunate that this happened. But I, I mean, I'm, I'm dead serious. You need, you gotta know who you're with. It's very, very important. You know, one, uh, I was recently talking to my mom and my sister and I were doing the dishes and we were just, uh, talking about, um, dating and marriage and stuff like that. And my mom just chimed in. She was like, you know, you know, don't just think about sex when it comes time for marriage. Cause she was like, that's, it's a huge misconception and a lot of people miss it. They think that it's just about sex and it's like, okay, could you really be with this person through sickness and in health and think about any, like any disease and the truth, the truth is, the truth is, you know, as she was talking about that, I was like, you know, I was like, the truth is, you don't know. You don't know, and you never know 
how you would handle something unless you go through it. I mean, it's it's just that simple. You can you can extrapolate um, things like that, but you, in all in all honesty, if you're being truthful with yourself, you don't know how you're going to react. But what she was saying makes a lot of sense. It's not about just finding the best looking person. It's not just finding the person who makes you feel really good. Feelings can be dangerous. Feelings are important, but feelings can be dangerous. But it's just sad. And now, you know, this family is broken through death. And it's really unfortunate. It really is. It's it's just straight up sad. Um, let me get into this last story. Um, you know, let me let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. And this is this is some. When I saw this story, I really just thought to myself. Um, here's the question: Why? Do we hate hypocrites? Or maybe not hate, but why do we dislike hypocrites? Why do we dislike hypocrisy? I mean, I mean, seriously. I mean, have you have you ever actually thought about that? Like, why do we dislike when someone preaches one thing but they do another, or they do the opposite? I don't know. I just thought that was very interesting. Um, but here we go. Um, Mayor Lori Lightfoot violates her own quarantine advice to get a haircut. Okay, this is from Yahoo.com. Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot is facing backlash after she violated her own quarantine advice over the weekend to go to a salon for a haircut. Lightfoot defended her decision by saying that she is the public face of this city. I am on national media and I'm out in the public eye, she responded to a reporter. I take my personal hygiene very seriously. As I said, I felt like I needed to have a haircut. I'm not able to do that myself, so I got a haircut. You want to talk more about that? Let me just say this. Let me let me let me just say this. Okay. Mayor Lightfoot. And by the way, that is her real last name. That is her real last name. In case you were wondering. It's good that you care about your personal hygiene. I really care about my personal hygiene. I think it really matters. But listen. It's about... Right now, it's... it's priorities have never been more important. And now, during this COVID-19 pandemic, priorities change. I really, I, I really don't care about my haircut. I really, I really don't care about my hair right now. It's never been anything impressive um, at any time. When I was really young, um, my hair used to be, I had, I had a lot more hair. And it was kind of like floppy and messy and just whatever. It was really just a mess. And we got it cut. I think my mom actually still has my hair for my first haircut, and it's kind of 
<laughs> weird. Actually, it is weird. But it is about it's about social distancing right now. No one cares about anyone's hair. I mean, I I don't. It doesn't matter right now. It doesn't matter. Lightfoot insisted she is practicing what I'm what she's preaching because the woman who did her haircut wore a mask and gloves. Listen to me. Listen to me. We we are preaching social distancing. Social distancing it doesn't matter about masks and gloves. It's about staying away from people that you don't need to be around. I love my I love my barber. Jay is incredible. He's hilarious. Um he's a he's a quiet guy, but he's he really he's great. But right now, that's not a priority. I mean, that that's not even in my top 100 things to do right now. Do I need a haircut? Yes, I do. Am I going to get one? Nope. Because it doesn't matter right now. No one cares about your hair. No one, no one cares about what it is that you're wearing. We're all wearing sweatpants. I mean, I mean, I mean, Lori, Mayor Lightfoot, no. In a human's video posted by, uh, posted Twitter as part of the city's Stay Home, Save Lives campaign, encouraging residents to remain quarantined, Lightfoot tells a friend on the phone that getting your roots done is not essential. Uh, the truth is 40,000 hospitaliz- hospitalizations will break our healthcare system, she says towards the end of the video. I, I just, listen, we can't be doing this. I know I keep, I know I keep, I know I talked about earlier how I said that I wouldn't talk about, um, COVID-19 stories. And I think I've done a pretty decent job of that. Um, I haven't been talking too much about numbers and stuff like that, but I have been talking about, you guys know that this podcast is about taking responsibility. Lori Lightfoot, you are the leader. You have to set the standard. You cannot say to social distance, you can't say stay home, you can't do these things, and then we find, and then you're found in a salon. It's non-essential. It doesn't matter. No one, no one's, no one cares about your hair. No one cares about what people, no one cares about what people are, re- are wearing right now. Seriously. I mean, that, that's like the least of anyone's concerns. There's a lot of people that, there's a lot of people that are in the national spotlight. But you still prioritize. Stay home. My God, I mean, we can do this. We can beat this pandemic. You know, China's not really offering us much help with their faulty masks and, uh, you know, their reopened wet markets. 
But we can beat this. We we have to social distance. We have to help. When we protect ourselves, we also protect others. Is this fun? No, it's not fun. Overall, it's not fun. There have been fun moments. This is something that we'll remember for the rest of our lives. This will go in history books. There will be documentaries made about this. There will be movies made about this time. We are having some we are having fun inside. But the important thing is to stay inside. Don't don't go get your hair done. Don't get your nails done. Don't go and hang out with your friend. Don't go to the beach. Don't go to don't have a bunch of people go to the park. Don't do those things. We are trying to find a way to get back to normal. The faster we... Listen, listen. This is a very simple idea. The more we social distance and the better we do it, the more... When we get on one accord, it works. We we can... We can get through this faster. But if everyone's just out there doing their normal thing, we're not going to get through this. Stay home. No one cares about your hair right now. No one cares about your makeup. No one cares about your nails. No one cares about your suit. I mean, it's it doesn't matter right now. There are way more important things than Lori Lightfoot's hair. I just, I don't get it, man. I just, listen, don't, don't, don't go. If you're going to go for a walk, you know, you know, you can go for a walk and just, you know, kind of stay away from the group, but don't walk in large packs. Don't just hang out in groups of like 20. Don't do that. I mean, this isn't, this isn't necessarily easy, but this isn't, like, it's not like this is the hardest thing in the world. We're, this isn't rocket science. It's not like we're trying to juggle elephants or, you know, you know, riding a pony. I, I don't know why I just came up with that one, but we can do this, but we just have to work together. Currently. You know, I'm not going to, you know, no one's going to church right now. And it feels weird. I miss, you know, my church family. I miss the youth. I miss my my pastors. I miss us being together. I miss Sunday school. I miss Bible study. I miss those. I miss these things. But it's like, okay, um, that right now is not a priority. Will there be a new normal after this? I think so. I don't, you know, um, Governor Cuomo said it on Wednesday. He's like, you know, it's not about, it's not about, you know, going back. It's about going forward. He said that there, that this would be, that there would be a new normal after this. And I think he's right. So that's what we have to worry about. You know, I would love to go back to church. I'd love to go hang out with my friends. I would love to do those things, but right now we can't because people's lives are in danger. We are fighting an invisible enemy 
and we are fighting to beat this issue. That that's that is what's happening. That is what's happening. And we just we just have to get on one accord. We all have to get on the same page. And the better we do that, the sooner we're out of this uh thick forest.